Welcome to the Eclectic Zenial. This is Chris, the Eclectic Zenial. Thank you for listening again this week. Please rate, review, subscribe, share, etc. with all your friends and family or anyone else you think of may interested. Hopefully they are friends and family. We are now on eight platforms. We were able to add Stitcher. So if that's their preferred platform, great. If there are other platforms, please let me know. I will endeavor to add that to my, my set of areas where you can hear me. Also, remember that there's a way to message me directly. You can find the link in the show notes for today, or you can go directly to anchor.fm backslash eclectic and you will find the message button there. So now that we've got that out of the way, let's get on to today's episode. Hello, everyone. This week, I want to talk about the metric system. So why did I pick that topic? Well, I'm, as a scientist, I'm frustrated with the, the federal leadership, if you will, and, and everyday people's attitudes right now regarding the coronavirus. And instead of doing a rant on that, which I don't think is going to be productive, I decided to think about other sciencey things and things that influenced you know, how I grew up. And so there, I, I wasn't quite sure where I was going to go with it. And then I kind of just dropped into the thought process of, of, you know, why the U.S. is one of the few countries in the world that uses the British imperial system, or essentially they don't use the metric system as their primary, primary system of measurements because that's less, it it keeps my blood pressure down. (laughs) Let's put it that way. So let's start with the basics. What is, what is the system of measurements that we currently use in the United States? And it's the British imperial system. We can call them the English units. Essentially it's, it's one of the few remnants from being a colony that all of us use in our daily lives here in the US. The metric system, on the other hand, is a system of measurements that was created, if you will, uh, in, in the late 1700s in France. The, the, it, it is now called the you know, international system of measures, I believe it is, um, or SI units for the commonplace um, way of talking about it. The history of the how we ended up where we are in the U.S. is, is kind of interesting. So in the U.S., the U.S. Constitution that was adopted in, in 1789 basically grants the federal government to the authority to determine standards of measure. That way, commerce and, and other things throughout the, 
the now newly formed country would be uniform. And in addition, the U.S. was actually the first nation to adopt a decimal currency system under the Coinage Act of 1792. At that point, Thomas Jefferson in the next year, 1793, requested information from France about their, their metric system. And he sent Joseph uh, Dombe to France to get the standard kilogram. So basically the, the thing that would be the way we would base all of our measurements on. The standard kilogram still comes out of France. Before he made it to the U.S., Dumbay's ship was blown off course by a storm, captured by pirates, and he died in captivity. Scroll ahead 40 years or so. In 1832, a customary system of measurements of units was formed. Um, and, you know, by, by the end of the Civil War, the U.S. signed the Metric Act of 1866, which supplied each state with a, set, a standard set of metric weights and measures. And in 1875, the U.S. actually was one of the 17 originally signat original signatory countries that signed the Meter Convention, which basically created this international agreement about a, a set of measurements. So we've agreed to this a long, long time ago that the metric system would would be a part of U.S. measuring systems to the point that we use the metric system. We use the meter, for example, as the basis of defining what a yard is. We use the metric system to base all of our other measurements on. So why don't we use it in our day-to-day -day lives now? You know, so so from the, the 1800s to today, there have been lots of acts and lots of, of attempts to push the metric system into use. In, for example, in 1964, the National Bureaus of, of Standards, um, which is now known as the National Institute of Standards and Technology, or NIST for short, NIST issued a statement that that the metric system would be used, except where there was an obvious detrimental effect. I don't know exactly what that would be, but okay. You know, so by 68, Congress authorized the U.S. metric study. And for three years, they, you know, looked at the feasibility of metrification. I thought that was kind of a fun word. And it was the uh, Department of Commerce that conducted the study because honestly, that's where a lot of the changes would occur. And they rolled out this 10-year plan. Um, the study found that metric units were already implemented in, in many areas and that the increase was, or their use was increasing. 
so and, and it made sense because it would be as the the economy became more global that it would it would actually help facilitate trade so it was good for commerce and so in 75 congress passed the the metric conversion act to coordinate the and plan the increased use of the metric system in the U.S. And they gave it a, a 10-year window, I believe. And in the early 80s, this this group that was supposed to help us do this, so they, they made this United States metric board, they, they really essentially didn't have any power. And then they lost their funding. So we're looking at the early 80s. This was the Reagan administration, you know, end of the Carter, early, beginning of the Reagan administration. And so because they had no power and everything was voluntary to move towards the metric system, we, we lost out on, on, you know, that one driving force that we finally hopefully would get there. But no, we don't. Now, as a child of the 80s, um, you know, what well, that's what we were told is that, yeah, the, the metric system is the way it's going to go and the way that we should, you know, really learn how to use it because the rest of the world did and, and, and we were moving towards that. And, you know, so the, the, the simple fact is that, you know, in, in the sciences, we use the metric system solely or almost solely, I'll, I'll give it that. The, I think the only thing I still potentially use a little bit is is PSI for for pressure, um, and I think that's more because in common everyday use for pressure, you know, if I'm filling a tire, I know that I, you know it's got to be what thirty odd PSI, and I don't have a quick mental math trick for that. But then again, for pressure, if I'm thinking of barometric pressure, I think about it in millimeters of mercury. I don't think about it as PSI. Um, I had it for a very, 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 very long time. I had a hard time envisioning why atmospheric pressure was 14 pounds per square inch or PSI until I actually read it in one of the textbooks I was teaching out of, and it made so much more sense in thinking about one square inch of the earth in basically making a column of that square inch all the way to the top of the atmosphere and taking the mass of the atmosphere or basically the mass of that column at sea level would be 14.7 pounds and that was when it finally dawned on me i'm like oh now i get it um but that, you know, like I said, it was because I had to teach it that I forced myself to understand it better. But I know in my daily life, I think about things in a mixture of units. You know, if I'm thinking about how big my TV is, it's in inches. If I'm thinking about, you know, the size of my coffee cup is a 12-ounce cup. If I'm thinking about, you know the the size of um it, it's typically the lengths i mean you know football fields 100 yards 
think about weight, think about it in pounds. I don't think about it in kilograms. We have not done a good job of, of trying to even transition to the rest of the world normality. But then there are some glimmers of hope. I, I would like to say that. So most of our food products, or actually most of our products, have both the imperial imperial units as well as the metric units. So, you know, a can of Coke is 250 mils or something like that. Thanks to pop culture and the like, we get the, uh, the understanding of what a kilogram is um, from all the drug references. It's a kilo. So, I mean, there, there is some mixture. And I thought the really good one that I read was um, in sports. You know, like I said, I mentioned the football field being 100 yards. Well, that's true. But, you know, normally there's a track around a high school football field, right? And that track is done in meters. It's a 400 meter track. And I never, never really thought about the juxtaposition of that. But uh, that one was a good one. You know, and, and some of the other examples I looked at was also, you know, for example, firearms. Now, whatever your position is, I, you know, I, I'm one of these centrist types. So I believe in gun ownership, but I also believe in, in, in laws that, that protect people. So regardless, thinking about a caliber of a, of a firearm, you know, it, it's a 0.22 is 20.22 of an inch. You know, a 30-06 is 0.30-06. So, I mean, that has to do with the, the diameter of the ammunition. But in recent years, and in, in even thinking about the firearms I own, I have a 9 millimeter. I'm going, wait a minute. So we've got the combination of both millimeters and inches in our, you know, typical firearm use and it's mixed together i mean we don't we don't go oh we don't want to buy that firearm because it's it's metric we don't we don't do that so it's a like i said it's, it's there's a lot of interesting things in that regard um i would like to see us move towards metric you know like if you ask me right now how many how many feet are in a mile i know it's five thousand and some but i don't remember how many it'd be nice to just be like in the thousands, tens, hundreds. There, There is a beautiful simplicity, if you will, in the metric system. And it would, I think I would love to see us use that. Now granted, thinking about temperature and Celsius is, is hard for me to do except for boiling water and freezing uh, water. But I do try to pay attention to it more in trying to if you will, wean myself out of the imperial system and think about things more in the metric system. One of the funny memes I saw on Facebook was since we're all in quarantine and lockdown and there's going to be this new normal that erupts after coronavirus, nobody says we have to go back to the way it was. And there are things we can change for the better. And maybe this is the time to swap out all of our imperial units <laughs> and move towards the metric system. We've technically, you know, had it in our, in our laws for a couple hundred years now. 
So why not embrace it wholeheartedly? And, and do away finally with that last vestige of imperial, imperial uh, influence. Okay, maybe that's just too much of, of me watching Hamilton recently. All right, I think that's uh, all I'm going to say about the metric system. I'm going to talk about, I think, time next time. And use you know, the, I don't know, I'm, the, that's on my mind now. But anyway, thank you for listening this week. Again, this is Chris, the Eclectic Senial. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share this podcast with those you think that are, would find this interesting and fun. And also, please, 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 you know, feel free to leave me a message at anchor.fm backslash eclectic senial. The link's also in the show notes. And I will put a few links to some of the, the metric system sites that I had read. A lot of it came from a Wikipedia, don't get me wrong. But the um, there's some great pictures of things like from the 80s with road signs that had miles per hour and kilogram or kilometers per hour. But anyway, I, like I said, have a good week, everyone. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I will see you next time. Bye, y'all.